Well, one person very much affected by some of these, uh, you know, findings from the commission is Federated Farmers. The uh, national president is Andrew Hoggart. He joins us now. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Andrew. Yeah, hi, Simon. Hi, Phil. G'day. So off the bat, Andrew, 15% reduction by 2030, is that doable? And how do you feel about that? Um, I, it's probably doable. With the various technologies come along, it's doable. Um, if some current trends carry on in terms of you know farmland disappearing into urban area, mm. um, dairy converting to horticulture, sheep and beef converting to forestry, then it possibly going to end natural improvements through efficiency. It could possibly happen anyway. I, I just I dislike the idea of you know that, that there's this sort of forced we must do this mm. um, attitude sort of thing. Um, you know, I'm happy if, if the market drives that farmers choose to do this with their land. That's cool. But I just think we lose sight of the fact um, globally we're one of the best producers of food at a very low carbon rate. Um, yeah. So we shouldn't be, you know, if we don't have to, then we shouldn't be slashing our production here, um, which would only just end up shifting that production offshore at higher emissions. Mm. Exactly. Uh, look, Andrew, this is a very naive sort of question from somebody who's patently not a, uh, a, a producer, as, as you and your folk Federated Farmers are. But it would seem to those of us townies that if they reduce by 15% the amount of stock on farms up and down New Zealand, as far as livestock goes, that what is then sold on to the consumer will of necessity, so that so the farms don't go bankrupt, will, will of necessity be more expensive. Is, is that a realistic thing to say? Um, potentially for some products you will, but it won't automatically happen um, because, I mean, 95% of our production um, we do send into the export markets. Um, so, And we only account for 1% of global production and most of the New Zealand prices are based on world prices. Right. But we are a big player, even though we're only 1% of global production in dairy, for example. Um, we account for 95% of the export-traded products. So if we're less of a player there, then that world price is likely to go up, which will result in prices going up back here in New Zealand. It must be galling, Andrew, given what the farming sector and community sort of brought to this country through the COVID pandemic and, and, and has actually given this country for decades now. Is it, is it galling for you, honestly, hand on heart, being singled out like this? Um, to be fair to the report, it does cover the entire economy. Um, generally, just everyone's focus in New Zealand seems to go directly to agriculture. Um, and yeah, that does get a little frustrating at times. And I guess it's because of that headline number that we're, you know, 50% of New Zealand's emissions, but most of those emissions are methane, which is short-lived, mm. so it doesn't actually equal 50% of the additional warming. It's much less. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, that does, you know, when you had the Reserve Bank Governor come out a couple of weeks ago saying, um, you know, we're in a pretty good spot thanks to good commodity prices and yeah. farm gate returns, um, and yet farmers are feeling so beat up at the moment with all the regulation and everything heading their way, um, it does feel a little weird at times. Yeah, Andrew, a question basically from left field almost, but it's a thing that always continues to fascinate me when we have a discussion about the climate on this station at all. 
As a matter of interest, Andrew, do you believe that climate change is real? Some of the uh, climate scientists I've talked to are very much of the opinion that it is there is a human-induced element to it. And, you know, I've sort of wavered yes and no. But, you know, talking to those guys, I can see they're honest, that they're, they're not doing it for funds like was what's subscribed on YouTube. Mm. And, you know, their arguments make sense. So yeah. I'll go along with them and say that, you know, there probably is... Um, a human element to it. Um, do I believe all the doom and gloom scenarios that are posted? Um, no, I don't think that all the doom and gloom will come about. But you know, the reality is, if I look back at the um, 20 years I've been farming on this farm I'm on now, um, I'm now milking in winter when I didn't used to because it used to be too cold and I didn't right. grow enough grass. We're going to grow more grass in winter. So yeah. Andrew, thank you so much, mate, for your time. Really good to get your thoughts. That's Andrew Hoggard, Federated Farmers National President.